Let me get this straight. The Commissar of Caviar comes to the United States, tracks you down, lures you into a barn, then offers to sell you caviar that you've already bought and paid for? Filthy communist trick. Welcome to I Used to Watch This? The podcast where we watch our favorite shows from the 70s and 80s and see what we think of them today. Here are our hosts, Mike Forgetto and Mike Sullivan. Hello and welcome to I Used to Watch This. I'm Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. How you doing, Mike? Fantastic. How about yourself? <laughs> Good, good, good. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, <laughs> um, I just thought of this now. You know, I sent you a text early, just a little while ago uh, about today. I was just happened. I'm a numbers guy. I like to look at our how our podcast is doing. You know, there's not really a lot to see usually, <laughs> especially True. in between episodes. But I had told Mike that, you know, since we'd switched over this other stuff, service that we use now we use transistor by the way shout out um i told him i go hey sometime this week we're gonna hit thirty thousand downloads on transistor since we switched over and that was yesterday and then today i look and go what the hell happened (laughs) somehow we hit thirty thousand. yeah so i i I don't know if it might have been our friends over at designated quizzers they had uh, posted a thing you know about shouting out some people and they shouted out to us so maybe someone uh, followed along and downloaded all our episodes or something. So if that's the case, thank you. Yeah. I mean, however it happened, we'll take it. Yeah, we'll take it. Yes. All right. So uh, anything you're watching right now, Mike, or anything new? I know you just said you're busy. What did we talk about (laughs) last week? Um, I I did finish up Cobra Kai. Okay. What did you think of the end? uh, Yeah. All right. I'm back in. I'm back on board. Right, um, it yeah. did kind of salvage itself at the end. Yeah, and I, I actually think that this positions it to be better next season than it was this season. Possibly, yeah. So that's that's just my take. Because um, yeah, uh, otherwise, but, okay, but like, yeah. oh, they're gonna big, have the fight at the big. Uh, yeah, I know. No, like, oh, they're gonna do the fight again. That's like right, the fourth right, fight. Right. You know, like what the hell? But yeah, it turned out good. But uh, spoiler alert. Okay, if you guys haven't finished Cobra Kai, just skip like five minutes ahead because I got to say something like that since he watched it. But again, it goes to my right. point where like, how did this guy become the crazy person again? Like, I thought he wasn't going to care about this. And it turns out he right. cares so much that he got the other guy like sent to prison. He goes super crazy. <laughs> he, like, he goes like, he was already, that shit crazy. Now. Right. He was already coked up nuthead in Karate Kid. Was that three he was in? Or two, three? Uh, I don't even know, to be honest. Yeah, I two, think it was think. three, right? Because two was I don't know. Japan, right? Anyway, don't know. it doesn't matter. Either way. And that was the thing, like, I told, I remember saying to Mike, like, when he, they met up, him and Crease, he's like, you know what? I was a coked up nutball. I don't know what the hell I was doing, getting involved with all these kids. He's like, I'm not doing it again. And instead, he's all in and even more so overboard. <laughs> right. Yeah, in fact, <laughs> since she did the spoiler alert thing crease like there's a point where crease has a soul right like for like a minute right it's like darth vader i see good in him yes (laughs) right it's like just for like just a fraction of a second and the other you know the other dude uh what's his name a ponytail guy silver right so yeah silver he he just goes 
completely to the other end of the spectrum. Like, <laughs> full speed ahead. But that's I, what makes yeah. it good, you know? I guess his meditation or whatever didn't take. I think once a nut, always a nut. <laughs> Just, you know, it might hibernate for a while, but yeah, it'll come back. Right. But yeah, so, exactly. I, so I, watch, I watched that. And then I've been watching, I don't know if I mentioned this before, I started watching Yellowstone. And oh, yeah, you did say that, I think. What do you think? Yeah, I watched the first. You said it was a little slow the, in the beginning. It was a little slow. I was like, how, why is everyone talking about this? Now, <laughs> it's in my, it's like in my every thought. I'm at like the grocery store. I'm like wishing I had a cowboy hat on and, you know, like um, I, I want to change my wardrobe and move it's uh, I it's it's I really like it. It's a good show. It's Mike's like, gonna retire uh, and buy a ranch in Wyoming or something. I am, or I might just wander into a field out there and pretend I own it. <laughs> but, yeah, but I like it. It's good. It's it, there's all there's a lot of exciting turns and twists. It's, I mean, I know I'm behind the curve on this, so most people probably have seen the whole thing. But yeah, I haven't watched any of it yet. Yeah, I like it. Okay. I like it. Other than that, um I think that might be it. Um we did binge watch something. Like we watched the whole thing. Oh, it was dumb. I don't even want to talk about it. It was dumb. The what? girl you gotta, you gotta, It was like oh, the, the girl. girl yeah, I was going to bring that up. I started watching Go that. across the woman the train or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I started yeah. watching it's, that. I, it had its it had its moments, but it it tanked on me, so I thought Right, I think like the problem was is like it's supposed to be a parody of all those kind of movies where like someone's watching someone through the window, no one believes them, they think they're crazy or whatever. Right, right. But it didn't go like over the edge enough, I think. No, right. It was right? like it, it stayed on this side of parody. It didn't really cross right. the line. Occasionally there'd be something funny, but it was just like we're well, just yeah. making another one of these movies, and you know, you got yeah. It was a little too like it was. It was actually not bad. shows, but. No, yeah. no, it wasn't bad. No, that's not what I'm saying. Yeah, it's uh, no, not right, bad, but, but it's just it not didn't what hold I was true expecting. to its purpose. I thought, you know, correct. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I was gonna bring that show up. Yeah, because like I told Mike, uh, I've been off for a whole week this week, <laughs> so I had a lot of time to watch TV. Um, so anyway, so yeah, I did watch that. I watched uh, all of Reacher on Amazon Prime. Uh, if you oh, know what that is. yeah, I think I saw you post that. Is that is that good? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I wasn't sure what I was going to think about it just because I'd seen the previews and they showed the guy. If anyone knows the Lee Child books, the Reacher series, you know, you know what the guy is. It was also Tom Cruise did a couple movies and people were mad because Tom Cruise isn't like the guy in the book who's like a giant and this guy is. But I saw the <laughs> things. And, I didn't know that. Yeah, I saw the the uh, the previews and I'm like, I don't know, man, this guy might be too robotic and like. Like, not human, you know? Yeah. Um, and at times he is. I will say this. But I did enjoy it, and the rest of the cast is really, really good. So I, I actually burned through it in two days. <laughs> I, Ooh, I started wow. watching. Like, my wife went to bed really early one day, and I'm like, all right, I'm just going to watch one episode. And it was, like, midnight, and I had watched, like, four. I'm like, all right, I got to go to bed. <laughs> and then I got up the next day, and I finished it. Huh. So um, awesome. I recommend that one, especially if you've read the yeah, book. Yeah, I'd like to check that out. Yeah, yeah. no, it's good. Uh, what else? We started watching the Will Arnett Murderville show. Remember oh. where he, the comedy where like he knows you know the plot or whoever. And yeah. They have so what do you think star. of that? 
We watched three. It was pretty good. It was not quite what I was expecting. Um, but like they actually do have to figure it out. And like at the end, like someone will summarize it and say, well, did you notice this and this and this and this? These were the clues to let you know who was the murderer. You know, so that's kind of interesting it. that they do that. But it is kind of like, and I thought I saw just a headline somewhere where like it's like the SNL skit that never was. Because like they don't know what's happening. And they don't like do cuts like when something messes up. Okay. They keep it in and like Will Arnett's trying to bust the person up sometimes and that sometimes the other person's trying to bust him up and like he'll be laughing at stuff. Yeah. So um it's uh Yeah, you, you kinda compared it besides you compared it a little bit to uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. And like I, I said, I've seen a few episodes of that and that that's like I thought that was that's fantastic television. Right. And it's but. not quite like that. Um, but it it's I don't know, I found it enjoyable. And I think it depends on who the guest there is and how into it they are, but uh yeah. So far, it's been good. Um, it's cool. I'll have else? to check it out. Yeah. And I feel like there was something else I watched, too, but I can't remember. <laughs> oh, you did watch the the newer Suicide Squad one. That was weird. Oh, and yeah. Because I've been watching the Peacemaker show, which is also really weird. So I figured I yeah. should watch the movie. Both I enjoyed both. They're just weird. Yeah. My, my boys want to watch all the DC stuff, but we just... We're, I'm sure we're just gonna have to do it on our own because we're we're never together anymore. So yeah, we, you know we'll just have to fit it in. But I agree. Sounds good. And that's enough of what have we watched? <laughs> so uh, all right, so that's we're gonna go of the, right yeah, into of it. the new stuff. Yeah. So now we're going back to good old 1986, season four, episode. Well, depending probably what you look at, episode twelve of right, Remington Steel. Steel Steel's spawning. spawning. And I forgot that Remington Steel did that stupid thing with the names where like every episode's got to have steel in it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because when I was flipping through it, it's like, you know, I don't know. I can't think of any of them right <laughs> now. But Yeah, they're not. Yeah. They're all steel something. They, you know, like eventually you get reaching, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like one of them, like the, the season five began, the steel that wouldn't die. I'm like, well, I, I don't know. That's kind of. <laughs> Maybe the steel that wouldn't bend, something like that <laughs> might work. But yeah. Right. That, that's better. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like that. Should have consulted me. Gotcha. Anyway, so we picked this one. Uh, Mike found it because this is uh, featuring uh, Louis Anderson, um, who passed away recently. So. Ah, so with the time. We're, right, we're, right. We're still going. We're with kind our of honoring our, our past, <laughs> our our you know departed comedians. We're we're kind of running with here. Um, yeah, and it's also timely, I think, in the fact that it dealt with uh, you know Russia Russian re- relations a bit. So. <laughs> I thought you were say caviar. I'm like, well, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> I haven't bought caviar in a long that time. That so too. Sure. Um. All right, let's jump into. Yeah, go right into it. So, right. um, oh, so first thing I, I noticed is that the music is different than because we only have done the pilot, and I forgot right, right that the pilot, like the intro, she's basically setting the premise of the show, and this is just like music that's kind of I don't know, I found it kind of boring. <laughs> I don't know. I just, yeah, but I felt it was short enough that it was okay. Yeah, it's just kind of slow. Yeah. Like it wasn't like, like a, yeah, um, but yeah, it had started with like like a fingerprint, kind of like I don't know that filled the screen, and then it was like it went from there. I don't know. I guess it just tried to give you that 
investigative feel right, the spy right. stuff yeah 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 and um so w- when we get into this i don't i was initially caught off guard i i and i don't i'm conditioned by society today i felt like there were a lot of unnecessary fat jokes <laughs> in this episode i'm like jesus no, I, that can't be good for anybody no that's, poor louis i agree i i was pointing that out as well, yes. <laughs> yeah. So we'll. I mean, maybe we'll. I mean, talk some about of them he makes about himself, and that's and the self deprecating ones are a little different. But yeah, right. But uh, imagine being that guy, and then like they're like the writers, right? All right, they're going to say this to you. I don't know. Just not cool, man. But whatever. It was. It was still funny. But um, all right. So it start. We start out, and it's really like a cartoonish Lee Anderson. He's dressed like Inspector Gadget going through like a, <laughs> a, a grocery store. He's got the trench coat on and sunglasses. And uh, like, I liked his opening lines in this. I don't know if that's one of the clips you have or not. But um, when he's going through, he like shovels all this caviar into his cart and he goes up to the register. And like the cashier's like having a party. He's like, none of your business. <laughs> Plastic or paper. Who cares? He was still like, <laughs> snappy with him I, I liked it so i'm like oh this is gonna be good and then yeah. his, his, no, I didn't, his total I didn't came to like audio from that <laughs> his total came to like two thousand dollars for all the right VR. and then he, he and that's what he, i'm like well he's not trying to call too much attention to himself at all just <laughs> buying like all the caviar and plus i'm like who has that much caviar in right. stock but i guess it was like a gourmet right. store so that makes sense must have been a, i yeah, think a i don't know store there again i've never bought caviar so i have no idea I never have either, actually. But um, so then he, he takes it out to his car, and what, do you know what kind of car that was? No, I don't. It's one of those it fancy was, ones that everyone has with a long hood, and it looks yeah, old timey, but it's not. The pipes and, on the outside. Yeah, and, I can never remember so, what that's called. But he's he's got like a um, a cooler in his trunk, and he's you know, <laughs> with dry ice or something. With dry ice, yeah. There's like smoke <laughs> coming out of it, and he's trying to put this stuff in. And you see this guy coming, like a suit coming at him from the parking lot. So he just hurls the cart at him and gets in the car and takes off. So, you know, off the bat, we know there's something up here. Something, someone's after him. And that's why he had his disguise on. Um, but we don't know much. That's no, all we, 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 we don't need to know anything yet. At this point. Right. No, so then true. we cut to, I guess, Remington Steele's apartment. I guess that's his, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. And they're getting ready to have some champagne together, him and Holt, which I guess is an item now for sure. Um, yes. We, we skipped ahead have... like all the way to fourth season, so yeah, we've missed a lot. Uh, right. But they're going right. to open a bottle of champagne. He's talking about where the champagne's from, some special thing. I don't know. I didn't catch all of it. Uh, but just as he goes to open it, someone starts banging on the door. So you got to open the door. You got to. They do have a clip of this. It's like, they're here to kill me. They're here to kill me. Um, let me see if I can find it. Here we go. Who is it? Tell me, please. Let me in. Somebody's trying to kill yes. me. Coming, coming, coming. Uh, yes, yes. What can I do for you? Oh, 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 if you could help me, please. I'd get down on my knees if it weren't so much trouble getting up. Who are you? Bingham Barrett. Bingham, all my friends. Bad joke. Did you like the door? You have a gun, don't you? Calm, calm, calm down now. Who's trying to kill you? Oh. <laughs> yeah, first Dude, that joke he, already he, on top. He came in like, 
on speed. He he like <laughs> he was knocking people over. He like right. grabbed Remington Steele and was like shaking him like a rag doll. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was a little goofy. Like I don't like that's the thing is like we've only talked about one episode, but I don't remember it being this kind of slapstick. Almost. No, but it, it no, and I didn't expect it to be, which is no, I didn't either. I think is why I enjoyed it. Like I really thought this was <laughs> funny. Yeah. Um. So anyway, so they go and look out the window, and they see a guy standing outside, <laughs> just like standing there with a gun out. Basically, I think yeah. he had a gun out, didn't he? Um, I don't know. He's out in the parking lot, and you know, and you know, very visible, right? And he mentioned something about getting killed over caviar. They kind of give him some information, but. They find out that the their secretary, <laughs> he called the office, and she's like, "Oh, this is where they're at." Gave <laughs> like his home address to him, and he's right, like, right. Uh, "We're gonna have to talk to her about that." <laughs> and so Remington goes out, right? Oh, oh, he just says, "But basically, money's no object, you know. You got to go, you know. You got to help me." So then, you know, he goes outside, and immediately he gets decked by the guy. Remington does because he's like hiding behind a tree. Actually, he gets decked by somebody else. And then that guy who decks him is the guy that they saw at the window, decks the other guy, and just and then at that point, why did he run away? Did someone drive up? <laughs> then the girl came up. Uh, oh yeah, Laura. that's right. L- Laura came down. Yeah, and so she yeah. he runs away, and um, you know the, the other two guys get away, and then they hear like this crash upstairs, so they think that something's happening upstairs. In this room, so they go running up there, and it turns out that Louie opened up our Louie. I kept writing Louie down on the <laughs> notes, too. Bing. Yeah, so did I. Yeah. Um, bing, bing. He opened up the champagne, the cork went out the window. <laughs> he was like drinking the guy's champagne. That literally broke the window. Yeah. Right. He's like, oh, so, and that, and that became a theme, too. Yeah, right. it became a theme throughout where he, he was just breaking shit left and right. right so, which I also he, found funny. I don't, yeah, I he like was that a clod. Too. He broke stuff. And he kept saying, "Put it on his bill." But and I like to like when he breaks something. He like that's not very sturdy, you know. Like he had like a little comment for it, <laughs> right? Like so. it was, like it was uh, the thing's fault. And because like at one point he's right, talking, right. and they he drops the bottle of champagne like right through a glass table. Yeah, right. Yeah, and Remington's and like so, already like this. I'm done with this guy. I don't even want to deal yeah. with him. But so he, he he kind of explains his case to them. It's a, he's supposed to have a million dollar shipment of caviar, and it's like from Russia. And instead, the Russians sent him ball bearings. And right. they, they his dad, through, like, Bing's dad, is the, Belgium or something? No, not Belgium. Um, uh, Bulgaria. Uh, Bulgaria. Yeah. And his his dad is the caviar king, and he's kind of like trying to run this deal, and it's gotten screwed up. So he's looking to hire. Remington Steel to you know help him track down the caviar. Um, oh, wait, and, did, you ca- did you catch the other joke that was probably not that great? When he they're in that thing and his phone rings in a suitcase and he answers it like he's like some very bad Asian accent. I'm like, oh, it was horrible. Yeah, it was like, and it was like his dad. He's yeah, like, oh he's hi, like, dad. You're on your way back. You're in Sri Lanka. Okay. Yeah, and, and then he keeps calling him daddy throughout, which right. It makes me uncomfortable when a grown man calls somebody daddy, but uh, <laughs> then basically, so he uh, tells oh, so the them... big deal is that okay, go ahead. I was just gonna say they're sponsoring. He's sponsoring a charity event, and he needs to have the, all this caviar for it because it's also all his vendors are gonna be there. 
or his customers that buy the you know large quantities of, of caviar and uh, charity polo um, event. So he, yeah. he he has to have. Yeah, yeah, it's a polo. Yeah, right, it's a polo event. Right. And I wrote down so, here. I'm going. I'm gonna guess it's not water polo since there's caviar there. <laughs> Ooh, interesting. Oh, and then I want to point out. I, I don't know what version where you watched this. Um, I, I watched. Was, I think probably the same place you did. I don't know on uh, Daily Motion. Yeah, were you getting like right here? I got an ad for a house in Lake Forest. Oh no! Like I kept getting an ad for like some house that was for sale in Lake Forest. Now, for people who don't know who aren't from the area, Lake Forest is a really rich neighborhood around here. Like all your like football players that look play for the Bears and your hockey players and your basketball players, they all live in Lake Forest because it's like super expensive. And I just found it funny that like I'm watching a show about someone, the Caviar King. It's a commercial yeah. for Lake Forest, and the guy who's selling this house, who's doing the thing, is kind of has like some sort of Russian accent or something like it. You buy this house, you come house and buy. You have pool, you look at this me. pool, see this yeah. bedroom. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, what the hell is? What kind of algorithm am I in right now that I'm getting all this stuff? I just thought that's crazy. Funny. Yeah, mine I, were totally unrelated. In fact, every commercial break that I had played the same commercial twice yeah. in a row. Mine did too, right? Except for the house thing, it would come up every once in a while. That was and annoying. It's, it was almost like an ominous ad too. Like the music was kind of scary. I'm like, am I going to get like abducted while watching <laughs> this or something? You get a bag over like, your head while you're I watching. I felt like I was in the movie Taken or something like that. Um, but anyway, the house was kind of ugly. Yeah. It was like five million dollars. Anyway, <laughs> the house was nice from the outside, but the well, inside was not nice. I didn't think, except it had an indoor pool. Anyway, so they put Louie up, or Louie Bing up, in Remington Steele's place. He's like, why can't we put him in a hotel? He's, you know, and, he, but he doesn't want us, so, you know. Um, he met, And also, he mentions that his dad is kind of losing it, like, maybe, you know, um, yeah. dementia or whatever. But, you know, right. he doesn't want to put him away, and he wants to, you know, take over the business, blah, 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 blah. But then another kind of fat joke that you're talking about right away like he's like okay here you can sleep on the couch and he puts him on the couch and he's already like knocking stuff off the table that's next to it because he can't quote unquote fit on the couch <laughs> and then right away steals like all right just go take the bed he's like okay but it, it was funny the bed though, and then you hear a break <laughs> but he, he couldn't fit it fit on the couch so he pulls the coffee table over to like expand himself <laughs> so he's like half on the coffee table half on the couch yeah, it's funny. I think this is this is some funny Louis Anderson moments. I thought. <laughs> All right, um, and then yeah, so he goes and sleeps in the bed and breaks something, and then I think that, he broke the bed. Yeah, right. So then we go to go to the office, and yep. Mildred, I think Mildred's a secretary, right? She was talking yeah. to played by the wonderful uh, Roberts. Yes, talking to Laura and. They're trying to figure out, Laura's trying to figure out why the caviar was going through Bulgaria on a series of phone calls. Um, and then I think we we circle back to that. But before before we do, uh, we go back to Steele with uh, with Bing and oh, and he was trying to get on the horse for the polo oh, yeah. photo, the photo and that. That was a sight, I think. There was like two guys trying to help him get up on this horse. And it took like, you know, it took a good minute or two to get him up there. 
And then he finally gets up there and this dude runs up. He's like, hey, you got a phone call. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he's like, why didn't you tell me before I got on the horse? I don't know. Maybe I was just in a good mood and I just found all this very funny. But um, yeah, so uh, let's see. Then his, well, he gets off the horse and his buddy Marty comes walking up. And he owns, I want to say, the Caviar Emporium. Yeah, and the ca- something like that. A different, yeah, a different caviar one, like an American right, like version, a, like a but cheap like a version. client of his somehow. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, he buys um, from him, I think. Yeah, but he's like, hey, you know, I called my father because he said I would have this caviar by the end of last week, and now it's you know mid next week, and I still don't have it. I need to buy tomorrow. Um, so let's you know, let's get it by tomorrow when we have that polo game. And, and and then he kind of like almost challenges Remington Steel to like you know a polo face off. Right. He's like, oh, you uh, he was just kind of minding like, his own business, really. Yeah. He's like, well, I've been known to. I don't know what term he uses because I know nothing about polo. Yeah. I've been right. known to swing the mallet. I don't know, but <laughs> he's like, oh, right. good, you'll play that. I'm like, you're right though. He's like, why is he challenging him? Uh, right off the bat, um, I do want to say though yeah. the uh, the guy here was played by Peter Jason. I was just looking up. I mean, everyone knows who he is. You see him, but I just noticed that in his credits, he was on um, several episodes of Baskets, also with Louis Anderson. Oh, really? <laughs> that's kind of neat. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. It's All right. Oh, uh, then uh, so then yeah, Louis remember or Bing remembers that his, it was his dad who called, so he runs into like I guess like a stable to where the phone is. Um, and he, some guy calls him over like to one of the horse stalls. <laughs> so he goes over there and the guy, it's some Russian guy, uh, Denovich, Den, Den, Dennis. Yeah. I, do you have I, something like that? Dennis Fitch or something like that. Yeah. And something like that. So, <laughs> Louis, like, where's my caviar? And he like tackles him and like, right. Like, Actually, I have a little hay. clip of him. I mean, it's that video, but it's kind of funny. Let's hear um, it. Where is it? I think it's this one here. I am Vladimir Denisovich. Denisovich from Russia! Where's my caviar, you communist? First you give me American you one million dollars! A million dollars? I already paid you! No, you paid the Soviet government! Look, you want caviar? Call me. Wow. So you can already tell he's being set up. Yeah, yeah. And just then, a couple of guys pull up this table. Oh, yeah, that's right. Remington, Steele, and Laura, they see him go in. And and Remington has a hammer in his hand, or a polo mallet in his hand. Or and, whatever uh, it's called, yeah. Yeah, I was like, he's going to use that thing. Um, but we hear gunshots, and then Louis comes barreling, or uh, I said Louis. Um, <laughs> Bing comes barreling out. Yeah, Bing comes barreling out, and they hide in this like horse trailer. The three of them, Ron, oh, yeah. Laura, and and, <laughs> and Louie, and then like the bad guys come out and and leave. Um, so it was kind of anticlimactic at that point. I thought that that mallet was going to be used in battle, but yeah, no, it never was. No, no. So they all separate, and they go. Um, I'm not sure where did. They go. It wasn't Remington's, but it was like a hotel room they were in. But I'm not sure whose room that was supposed to be. Like they end up, is it where the commissar um, from Caviar guy was? I don't know. Oh, I, I think it was. It was that. 
I thought it was that maybe that Russian guy. Did they get the Russian guy's name at that point and they knew where he was staying? Or? Maybe, maybe. I don't know. But anyway, so they're in there, and then all of a sudden the, the two guys show up in the suits, and they, they're assuming they're CIA guys. And Remington's trying to play it off. He's like, well, you know, I've, you know who I am. I've, you know, I've worked for the company on several occasions. They're like, company? He's like, yeah, you know. Like, but he doesn't want to say CIA. And um, uh, Laura's like, well, you're playing like, awfully close to the vest or something like that. She's, he's like, what vest is that? I'm like, what's going right. on? Like, like, right. They're, they're trying to use a little, I don't know. They're, yeah, they're trying to hint at it without saying it. And these right. guys aren't, aren't playing. Because everyone playing knows well. you can't say CIA to someone in the CIA. You got to use some other terminology just in case someone's listening. But anyway, the one guy is just like yeah, looks at yeah. the, his other buddies, is like kill him, <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah. And right. He goes and looks out the window, and Laura is she's thinking smartly. There's a TV already on for some reason, so she reaches behind her and cranks up the volume, and it startles the guy enough that uh, Remington can get the jump on the one guy with the gun, and then they, oh no no. I don't know. He knocks her, one guy down. He goes to the other guy, knocks him down. He is not paying attention either. And they get out somehow get pretty out. easily. That, a little that's easier what's, than I thought. Yeah. Yeah. And then they, they get back only to be lectured by uh, <laughs> Bing. Bing. He, he, yeah, he's like, I'm very disappointed in you guys. I've been going through this bill. You're charging me for all this stuff. And I suppose you're going to charge me for you know solving this case. Because I, I already have, and he's like, "I'm releasing you guys. You're fired." And then this is where he like he breaks something else. He breaks a lamp. Yeah, he and, like uh, throws the file down and knocks the lamp over. Yeah, <laughs> right. And, and then uh, what is? So then they're back at his place, right? I think they're back at his place again. Or well, they're like oh that. they're driving they're driving in the car and they get a call from him. Oh, is that what like it almost is? Im- yeah, immediately. And, <laughs> okay. And there's like gun gunshots in the background on the phone call. He's like, they're trying, <laughs> they're to, trying kill to kill me. me. <laughs> and he's like, you know, so he's like, oh, I'm at the warehouse. Uh, oh, but there was another another fat joke in here because they said something about spanking him. They're like, well, that's gonna be kind of hard to do or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah, so uh, they go to his warehouse. I'm assuming it's his warehouse. I don't remember. There's a couple. They go to a where they go to a caviar warehouse, and they go there, and Louis sitting there on the crates, and he's got a gun in his hand, but it turns out to be a starter pistol, and they're like, "What?" Yeah. So he basically shot the gun off so they would come. He's like, "I knew you wouldn't come if I <laughs> if I just called you." He's like, "Well, they're like, well, you fired us, so yeah." And then he shows him that there's a box there, and the cosm—I um, was going to say cosmonaut—the cos- commissar of caviar yeah, is in the box. Yeah. And he's like, "I was just kidding about firing you." And you know, now they got to figure out what to do with this guy. And you know, he's figuring he's getting set up, and they figure right. that out too. And then at this point, we cut to outside the warehouse, and they're carrying the dead body out and putting it in the trunk. And I'm like, are we watching Ozark all of a sudden? Are they just going to hide a body? What, what is going on? Yeah. Yeah. I thought they took it a step too far there. 
I mean, I knew what they were yeah. thinking. They're like, they have to hide the body because they know that they're going to get framed, so they can't have the body there because someone's probably going to show up. And sure enough, the the KGB guy does show up. Um, and he's like, "Hey, you're all under arrest." Oh, the, he. I'm sorry, because Laura left with the body. It's just now Louis. Yeah, and uh, you Steel. take the body. Yeah, yeah, right. Because even when they're walking out with the body. They call out, I don't know what the name of the driver was. They're like, hey, open the trunk. And he's like, okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, so they stay, the, the guys stay behind, and immediately the KGB guy shows up, or what we think is KGB. And he puts cuffs on him and is like, hey, you're under arrest, blah, 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 blah. And they end up, you know, Remington ends up like knocking the guy down and they take off. And they, yeah, they take off with the handcuffs still on. Right, and then it turns into. Well, I'm trying to think of like something. There's been so many TV shows where they had it where people were handcuffed together, but they go into a phone booth together for some yeah. reason. I'm not sure why they're both trying to shove into there, <laughs> and that's where they're like, right. "He's like, do you have any cash?" He's like, "All I got is this." He's like, "We have fourteen hundred dollars, and we don't have a quarter to make a call." <laughs> yeah, yeah but it seems like they're like still really close to the warehouses. Like maybe they should have went farther away before. Yeah, they made a phone I think call. it's like they were like right outside the warehouse. Because like. <laughs> then, like the cop car goes by and they like shove between a, in a crevice between like two warehouses so they don't see them, right. and then they start running. And uh, I think what well, doesn't the cop see him when they like climb over a fence at one point? Right, and then yeah, Remington steals on one side, and Louis Anderson's on the other. They're like hanging by the handcuffs, but that's that's funny. Yeah, it was pretty good. And then, um, so what happens? Uh, oh, so then the the, <laughs> the Russian with... cop, the Russian cop barges into uh, Steele's office, and um. You know, Laura's area, and so she starts asking him questions, and, and you know why he's been following them, and he's like, "Well, he's following the other Russian guy, you know, Denisovich or whatever his name was," and he's, like, I, I'm not really sure why he was following him, but he was. And well, then, okay, he does kind of explain it. He says he was following him about that because he got a tip that the commissar was at the warehouse at Louis's warehouse, and he got that tip from that Rome guy. That oh, they right. Met earlier. Martin, Martin Rome, so, yeah. The polo what's her guy. name? Laura figures out. She's like, huh, something's weird about that. Why would he be tipping you off? And then, I do want to say, though, before that, the, he, the Russian guy, he does come out saying he's a cop from Moscow. He's not KGB. Right. He's just trying to yeah. track this stuff down. But right, uh, right. in the office before he gets there, um, Mildred and Laura are rerouting Bing's dad's trip home. <laughs> Like, cause he was in like, oh, that's right. or whatever going through Singapore. So they're like canceling his reservations and like rerouting them like throughout the world or something. So yeah. it takes Mildred's a like to a get hacker. Home. I don't know. What... Yeah. I don't know how she's, I mean, back then it was the, probably really like, easy to change people's reservations, but <laughs> the green monochrome uh, screen. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, this is a computer, you know, it was like one of the, right. <laughs> but, um, uh, but anyway, this is where they decide that they're going to work together with the Moscow cop guy. Um, right, right. Because they're working towards the same goal. They're trying to figure out what's going on here. Right. So, um, meanwhile, the, the so then, then they go to Rome Enterprises, right? And they're looking right. through the boxes. Yep. They're all there together now, right? Well, they're not together. They're all there. 
um so oh yeah that's right yeah like yeah laura and him are in the warehouse and and the guys are out front or what in the office right the guys are like in the office with rome yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. They're there thinking Rome can help them, you know, like <laughs> right. And and, and, they and Laura's there thinking, yeah, Laura's like thinking we got to find what he's up to, right? Because since they didn't have a quarter to call, they couldn't figure out the what was really going on, right? I guess that makes sense. Yeah, because this was before cell phones, people. So right, they, right. Well, actually, I shouldn't say that because Louis didn't no, have yeah, a phone right. in his briefcase, but and those they had things, one in the car, right? Yeah, but. Portable on your person yeah. phones. You I, couldn't see them running around with a bag phone right now. It just right. You couldn't cool. stick it in your back pocket or whatever. <laughs> right? Um. So while they're in there, Laura is going through the boxes, and she finds she finds the caviar, and it oh it yeah says like Rome caviar American made, but the cop. Moscow cop is but like, it says one hundred. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, no, this 100% is American, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah how he's does like, he no, this know is by, Russian? How does he know by taste that it's Russian? I mean, <laughs> but he made a comment like he knows caviar, like she knows hot dogs. So <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, but Must, you know what? If you blindfolded me, there'd be some hot dogs that have a trouble <laughs> determining the difference between. <laughs> I guess I don't know. I don't know. And a I Moscow guess really what, cop, I, what it comes down to is we should have bought some caviar for this episode. We should have been eating. We should have caviar. While you should have this. caviar yeah. and champagne too late now but yeah and by the way when did like steel enterprises become like a huge money maker that they have all like a limo driving right like, like he's got this super expensive bottle of champagne it just yeah. seems like they have a lot of money in it usually like these like shows like this like uh, the private aid <laughs> private investigated agencies don't really have any money Unless you already had it. Before. Well, I think the whole Remington Steel front brought in some from some heavy, you know, since it's heavy all like fictitious, you know, there really isn't a Remington Steel other than right. Him. Well, he uh, is, but, but not. Nah, but, but yeah, that wasn't the intention. Yeah, right. he's a yeah, he's a character they developed, and gotcha. uh, it worked. I guess it's a good marketing thing. Yeah. Um, so while they're in the the uh, while Laura and the Russian cop are in the in the warehouse. The guys are up front, like we said, and Rome basically is like, all right, just put these two on ice. Like, he lets them know that he's trying to put them under. Right. And at first, I thought that meant he was going to kill them. So did I. But no, I, mean, they, I think, yeah. street, you know, in street language, put them <laughs> right. on ice, you know, it's right. a bolt in the head, you know. But, but no, they literally mean they're going to put him in the freezer. Right. Right. So they throw him into a walk in so freezer. So Laura, Laura, yeah, and Laura and the Russian dude see them because they're right there. Right. They're hiding behind some boxes. So they, you know, when the bad guys step away, they they go open the door and let them out. And mind you, <laughs> like so many other shows, they throw these guys in the freezer and immediately just leave. Nobody right. stays behind. Because <laughs> no. these guys are released 10 seconds after it. Louis already like, you saved our life. You know, he's already all like, he's like that. Scr- they're in there <laughs> screaming. They're literally screaming. Right. So, yeah. And they just walk out and they don't even know about it. I'm like, okay. Just come on. Think about it, guys. Um, so where are we? Okay. Okay. So then, uh, so Hope breaks it down. She kind of figures it out. She's like, Rome basically 
is trying to convince these people that American caviar is just as good as Russian. So he steals a bunch of Russian caviar, labels it as American caviar, and then at this little polo thing, he's going to show it off and steal all their customers because he'll sell it for cheaper. My point was, sure, that's a great idea and a great plan, Oh, but they at one point they even say the commissar guy, they he never thought he was going to double deal them and come to America or whatever. But okay, so he bought all this. He bought a million dollars worth of caviar, which I don't know how much that is. He was going <laughs> to sell it somehow cheaper. I don't know how because he still paid a million dollars for it probably, right? I don't know. I don't know if he stole it or what. But No, because he had the commissar guy send it to him, ship it to him instead of the other one. Maybe he didn't pay. Oh. I don't know. He must have paid him something. Um, probably paid less, right? So still, now this shipment's done. Now what? Where does he get the rest of his caviar? Or does he just go back to saying, I'm just going to do Russian caviar and charge people the same yeah. amount of money? He has the accounts all locked up? Is that what his plan was? Because it, it seems only Maybe like half thought out. Was... <laughs> it just seems like he's going to yeah. sell his yeah. one batch and then he'd be done. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. Um, anyway, so you'd have to we... find someone else to rip off, you know. So then suddenly it's the next day, and they're at the polo match, and like Steel and Rome are competing in polo, and yep. and uh, Rome makes a comment like, I, I don't know, something like, you know, you surprised me in more than one way or something. <laughs> Basically, like the fact that he was even there because he had him locked <laughs> right. in a freezer. But... Somehow he's alive. Yeah. Right. Right. And then um and then the meantime the uh rest of the group they painted a truck to look like his truck. Oh yeah, I skipped that. I skipped yeah. that. Oh part. yeah. No, it's, it's kinda all happening concurrently. Yeah. So they paint a truck and then they pull over one of the Rome trucks dressed as cops, which I'm like, that seems like a felony. <laughs> and they're like dressed up like a cop and then <laughs> go ahead. And then, and then the guy's like, "Isn't there a weight requirement for cops yeah. anymore, or something like that?" I got, I got the quotes. I got the quotes. Oh, right? there's more okay. fat jokes and women jokes in oh. this one. Well, well, don't this beat all? Pulled over by a blimp and abroad. Let me see your registration. What's the matter? Don't they got a weight limit on cops no more? My brother's the commissioner. You want to make something out of it? <sighs> okay, tough guy, out of the truck. Come on. Out of the car, pinhead. <laughs> so Louie kind of manhandles him. Like, out of the car, yeah. pinhead. Um, and then they, they take him. They throw him in the cop car and they drive off with him. Right. And <laughs> so while they're driving away, um, oh, at one point she does say, tell Louie to read him his rights. Like, he gets in the back with the guy. He's like, read him his rights. He's like, yeah, the right remained silent. And then he just kind of stops. And the guy's like, that's it? He's yeah. like, what do you want, the Magna Carta? <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, I thought that was funny, too. I, I don't know. Maybe I overenjoyed this one. <laughs> um, so, oh, yeah. So the so the Russian cop and whatever, they, they and the uh, um, Mildred, they show up with their fake truck. Like an identical truck. Right. So they, it already says whatchamacallit on it. But in the meantime, while they're sitting there, because they leave the truck on the side of the road. So they start painting over the words on the other one. I don't know why that's necessary, but they were painting right. over it so it would just be all white, like just wasting time. 
And I automatically thought, I'm like, where did they get a cop car? <laughs> where did that come from? Um, but as they're driving away, Holt's like, all right. She's like, you know, talking to Louie. She's like, you know, it's almost shift change. She's like, if we take this guy back now, we're going to have a lot of paperwork to do. You know, maybe we should just let him go with a warning. And he's like, all right. So then they drive back and they leave the guy back at his truck, but it's the decoy. He doesn't know and he drives off. Like they switched keys and they did all this stuff. Kind of an interesting little plan. And it worked. I don't know. I mean, I guess the truck is exactly the same. What happened if the guy had a cup of coffee in there? I guess they'd have to make sure they move that. What about the radio stations? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Did you reprogram the radio? (laughs) Never thought of You know, that's how they get you in Colombo all the time. You know, he would get you and be like, why are these radio stations country stations (laughs) instead of classical music stations? Right. Um, Or why is the seat so far back? Uh, anyway, so yeah, so the match is going on, the polo match is going on, and um, what do we got that happens after? Oh, turns out all this stuff they just drive up to a movie studio and they're like, they just drop the car off at some on some lot, and the guy's like, Where have you been? He's like, Hey, I asked for a black and a white cop, and I got a lady and a fat guy, or something like that. I don't know what happened, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, You're on in 15 minutes or whatever. Right. So they go and, you know, they they just walk into a trailer that's right there and they start changing and their clothes are there. So I guess we missed a whole part where they went to a movie studio and they changed and left their clothes in a trailer. I mean, I don't know if it was cut out. I'm just saying. Yeah. Again, we th- we're like all the way end of season four, like halfway through season four. So maybe that's a whole thing that they know some studio that they go to all the time and steal stuff. I don't right. know. Um. But anyway, so that ha- that all happens, and oh yeah, and then Louis like locks her in to the thing because he's he wants to. I- I'm not sure why he was locking her in because he wanted he, to figure this out. I don't. Well, it didn't make sense. He, 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 he was talking about. All right, my my sound sounds crazy. Sorry, I can hear myself in my headphones, and I sound like the devil. <laughs> is this whole episode going to be going on here? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just going to continue recording, but okay. Um it it's just it's funny. Okay. So Louis has has like he's like speaking his mind and thinking through things and and he he kind of comes to the conclusion that like he needs to redeem himself as a person because he hasn't done anything. His dad has kind of prevented him from being anyone, knowing how to do anything. So he's like, I'm going to go take care of this. So he that's why he locks her in, so he can kind of redeem himself, I guess. Oh, okay. I think, I think yeah. Okay. I gotcha. So um, right. they go, yeah, so he goes back to the polo thing. We're back at polo. I don't know what's going on. I think Remington Steel got a goal or whatever he called. I don't know what to call it. A point. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know. Um, and meanwhile, the Rome Caviar truck shows up. And as it's there, we see the two goons that tried to kill them before. And he like just throws a rock at the box. And they look and they see him. And they start chasing him. So he runs. 
I'm like, what was the point of this? <laughs> What's so the plan? He runs into the stable and he knocks one guy out with the top door. Like the guy comes walking up to the door slowly and he hits opens the top part like a hee haw episode and just hits right. him <laughs> hits him with the door and knocks him out. He's like, all right. But there's another guy. Does he forget about the other guy? And the other guy's coming in the other side. And basically, oh yeah. So then <laughs> so he um he just pulls he gets, a gun on him, right? Right. And Louie's like, just go ahead. So I got a clip of it because he's uh, freaking out with, uh, where is this it? I think this is it. Yeah, here you go. So he just like, he tries to play it off as tough, basically, Louie does. Go ahead, shoot. You know how hard it is to stop a charging rhino? You may get me, but not before I maul you. Shut up and die. <laughs> Oh, thank God! I thought he was going to shoot me! <laughs> that So basically, Laura comes in and she knocks him out. Does she hit him with a right. mallet, one of the things? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, probably. I put I wrote down mallet, so I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah, she. I just put she clubs him. But... <laughs> so, um... Oh, yeah. So, yeah, like I said, Remington skills, we see him score and Rome's like, oh, I'll have my day or whatever. And then they hear screaming. Right. The guy here, you know, Rome guy, they hear screaming from the people that are in the tent. And he's like, what's going on? So they run over there and someone's like, ball bearings, <laughs> like trying to eat right. the caviar. And he, he's like, what? What's going on? And it turns out that they swapped them out. So they gave them all ball bearings. So the people are all pissed and like probably breaking their teeth. Right, right. And then um Rome like busts open some of the crates to see if there's more ball bearings in those. And then that dude's body is in one of the crates. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. So the jig is up. Right. And the Russian cop is there at that point. So <laughs> yeah, he takes off, tries to take off, steel chases him down and decks him, right? Takes right, him right. down. Yep. I think because he chased him on the horse, right? And he jumps off the horse. That's what he did. Yeah, he jumps off the horse onto him. Yeah, and uh, knocks him down, and then punches him once, and that's it. And that's the end of yep. the case part. And, yeah. But like I but think the, we've talked about before, sometimes these shows have to sum up everything and kind of have an ending. That's right. And so we go back to um, you know the caviar office, Bing's office, or really his dad's office, and his dad's in there, and he's like nervous to go in there. And, you know, Remington Steele's there, Laura's there. there are, I think Mildred was even there. Maybe the cop. I don't know who was there. But they're all like, you know, it's going to be all right. You go in there. And Remington gives him this speech, which was like a quote from some old movie or something. And um, he, yeah. goes, he opens the door. He's like, Dad, we need to have a man-to-man. Things need to change. And then they're all like kind of proud of him. And, uh, and Laura's you know, they, like, they talk about what movie that comes from. Do you remember? No, I can't remember it. But do you remember like, that? Didn't what, that guy that die? <laughs> he's yeah. like, oh, that's he's like, yeah. <laughs> Plot details. And, uh, and then the Russian guy. Um, let's see. The Russian guy was going back to Moscow, right? Because he uh, he was getting a medal for saving the Ru- the Russian reputation. Right. Which, I don't know. 
<laughs> Not too sure about that. Yeah, so that yeah, so they were all having some champagne and all doing some toast in Russian. Everyone seems to know know some Russian phrase. Right. Um, and that was it then. That was the end. Yeah. It was a, yeah, so it was definitely I, slapstick, more slapstick than it yeah, I thought I it was funny. I think it was left to like Louis's character was the slapstick portion. Right. And, well, and, right, and, like, right. The rest right, of the right. show maintained itself, I thought. So right. The good. rest of them were all it. playing it straight, yeah, for the most part. Right. Yeah. 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 No, I agree. I agree. I shouldn't and say may, slapstick. Maybe it's a while since I've seen any Louis Anderson comedy, but I was I, I actually thought it was funny. I enjoyed it. So. <laughs> yeah. No, it's uh, I, uh, I'm not sure what I've seen of his last two. Like, I never watched the basket show. Um, no, I, I mean, like we were talking about. But oh, remember, there was that cartoon though. Uh, was Life with Louie? Remember that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I never Gross. watched it, but um, did he host a game show or something too for a while? Yeah, he didn't he do like Family Feud or something like that or. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Right? Hold on. I Yeah, I think what, so. What would that be under? I didn't really watch it then either, but Louis Anderson Family Feud. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Yeah. So Sounds 139 right. credits. Wow. That's gonna take forever to find. But yeah, I'm pretty sure he was. Yeah, yeah. He was on Hollywood Square. Uh, Family Feud, yeah, self-host. Oh, it only shows like seven episodes. What? There's the, that, oh, really? That. No, that that has to be wrong. Yeah, I don't know. I, see, I already I see a couple episodes on YouTube. There's, um, who knows? But yeah, I know he did it. Yeah, ah. and he seems like he'd be good at something like that too, like being yeah. able to think on his feet. Yeah, comedy. Yeah, but, I mean, I don't watch it. I mean, I think that show is still on, but um, yeah, um, I mostly would Steve watch, Harvey like, now. I think. It, well, that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm assuming that's still on. I that with him, but um, I just watch yeah. it now when people post clips <laughs> where someone says something yeah. stupid. Yeah. <laughs> he has to react to it. <laughs> it's always funny. Oh, uh, he was on Family Feud from '99 to 2002. Replaced right, by like Richard wrong. Karn. See, now that wouldn't seem like it would be a per- good person to replace with. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm not saying like they said, Louis, you're out of here. We want Richard Karn. I don't know who that is. He's Tim the Two Man Taylor's uh, TV Oh, partner. right, right. Yeah, yeah, he's just not, he's not re- a comedian. You need to have, you know. I remember when he hosted it, yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah. Not very good. Anyway, all right. But yeah. Uh, anything else you want to say about this besides that you want to buy no, some I caviar mean, now? Do people still eat caviar? Is that still a thing? I don't know. I mean, it doesn't. I never had it. <laughs> I've tried it. I once. could die without it. I'll be okay. It's it, yeah. I, I didn't really enjoy it. Um, but uh, if you're regular caviar eaters out there, uh, let us know, and let yeah. us know where you get it from. And how much do people costs. eat it like jelly? You know, or like well, uh, yeah, they always you always see them put it on crackers. I think they're supposed to do yeah. is put it on a cracker. 
Yeah, I'd love to hear more. I like to eat salty. But yeah, no, eggs. otherwise I liked the show. It was good. It was funny. Louis Anderson was funny. I was pleased. Yes. It was good. Are we doing yeah. are we gonna do that other one next? Sure. Uh, do we should we make sure we can find it before we mention it? Um just throw it out there. We'll <laughs> we'll find it. All right. I think I remember what show. So the next one we're gonna do is an episode of the Equalizer that features well, I don't know if it features. He's in it. <laughs> Meatloaf is in it. So I don't know how big of a part it is. Um, could be could be like the uh, It could be like the Grace American Hero, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But we'll we'll find out. Hopefully we could find the episode on TV. I'm just looking it up right now. It is from season one, oh, episode it, ten, bump and run. Yeah, and it does say he starred in it as a well, homeless musician. Star. Oh, yeah, I know, but guest we'll starring see. is pretty it's a loose term back in the day. We'll watch it and we will see. Yeah. We'll see. All right. Anyway, that's gonna be our next time. And and hopefully this time we can salvage the audio from this episode. <laughs> we'll see what yeah, right. See if you guys we'll even hear this. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh for All this right. episode I used to watch this. I'm Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. <laughs> we'll talk to you later. Bye. That's it for this episode of I Used to Watch This. Visit us at IUsedToWatchThis.com, Facebook.com slash IUsedToWatchThis, Twitter at IUsedThe2WatchThis, and Instagram.com slash IUsedToWatchThis. Find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever your favorite podcasts are available. Thanks for listening.